episode nine, we thought we'd go live, and it's the 9th of February as well. I re- literally realised that. That was like a So what would we talk about today? Let's talk about... Inside number nine. nine. Yeah. So, come back last week with a bang, didn't it? Yeah. It certainly did. What did you... More like with a whistle. Oh, yeah. So, it had, um, last week's episode, had Liverpool's own Dave Morrissey in as well. Kenny boy. Yeah, okay. Kensington. I was looking as well, around the time he was like from, uh, born in Kenny and stuff like that, all the McGann's are from there as well, aren't they? Oh. So it must be something in the water, I think, as well. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny waved not yeah. far away, is it? John's watching now as well. Hi, John. Hi, John. Excellent. Hi, guys. Anything, by the way, whilst we're talking about inside number nine or anything, we're going to talk about a bit of League of Gentlemen as well. Yeah, yeah. A bit of Doctor Who. Obviously, we're going to mention Picard. bit of Dracula. A little bit of Dracula, all that. So, if you've, I went to see the Lighthouse uh, yesterday as well, starring, uh, <laughs> starring Patterson and um, Willem Dafoe as well, and it was absolute mind bending. So, if you've seen that, jump in, comment. Is, it, is like it, it based on another film? Has there been another version of it made previously? I think it was. Um, it was so the guys who did it made Witch as well. We'll, right, we'll okay. talk about it in a bit, anyway. But um, I think it was originally con- um, done as like Edgar Allan Poe um, story, but it's not yeah. quite that. Right. So okay. We go into it later anyway. Uh, just a quick hello to uh, Frank and Artie, who've just joined my feed. Awesome. And Tom as well. Hi, Tom. So I'm just drinking from me massive uh, Yoda head oh, here as well. Yoda Coffee. bucket. <laughs> it's the only thing that gets me through a Sunday morning. Right. Um... Inside number nine. Inside, Inside number, number nine. nine. Right, Rachel's just commented about un- Uncut Gems as well. Right, so we're actually going to actually talk about that as well, because it's Adam Sandler's new film as well. Right, we'll, okay. we'll mention that later on. I haven't seen it yet. I put off, I'm put off by the fact that it's Adam Sandler. But anyway, we'll come back to that. What's wrong with um, Adam Sandler? <laughs> <laughs> so much. Right, so yeah, uh, Inside number nine. Come back last week. Dave Morrissey is a referee. Yeah. It all takes place. In a change of room, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, because obviously the the thing about inside number nine is that they are generally like locked into one scene, one yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you did you think it was as good as the previous? I loved it. Series. I uh, loved it. So before <coughs> before we got together, we said we were going to get together our top five, and I actually put this into my top five because oh, I enjoyed yeah. it that much. Yeah. So it wouldn't be. To be honest with you, I, I really enjoyed it, and it was nice to see the show back. Um, it followed that inside number nine formula. You just got a story going on, and then all of a sudden, this twist just hits you in the face. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't actually make it into my top ten. All oh, right, okay. Even though I thought everyone was brilliant in it. Um, sorry, technical. Technical. Patchy's just uh, looking at the Swiss. Twitter feed, yeah. It's every time I get a message. It comes up. Because I get loads because I'm that popular. <laughs> <laughs> I think, so, like me and Patchy are massive football fans, red and blue. To be You're honest, not a football fan. That wasn't why I didn't like it. Well, it's, it's not that I didn't like it. Um, like I said, it just wouldn't be. Out of all the episodes and when we said we were getting our five together, such a hard task mm. because there's that many amazing episodes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a rugby fan that's still repping rugby and you still yeah, yeah. have the same problems. i seen that there was a couple of comments on Twitter, basically, because so, they do uh, they talk about the rules of the game quite a bit in it yeah, as well yeah. and stuff, and they reference like Howard Webb and stuff like that in it. I still got him. Um, yeah, was it the, yeah, yeah. the San Miro? Yeah, yeah, San Siro. Not a football <laughs> So, as you say, that made your top five. Yeah, um, absolutely loved it. I loved it. Yeah. 
because I don't think it, it relied too much on football as a device. No. You know what I mean? It was just that was I, where it was. I didn't think that, but maybe I was thinking I didn't think that because I love football. So to me, what they were talking about was just like what I knew. Yeah, not normal. Yeah. Um, beeping going on. It's fine. It'll go off in a sec. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> and we um, are we are broadcasting from the middle of a, a gale as yeah. well, aren't we? So yeah. be safe out there, guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why we've got so many views as well. Yeah, we don't want to go in. out. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> yeah, we're up. Uh, we're up to the fifties here as well, which is quite good on everything. Um, so I think we tried to do our joint top five for inside number nine episodes. I think that's impossible. We've I think pro- yeah. we we'd agreed on a few yeah. different episodes. Maybe pick two out of our top five and. Yeah, I think the harrowing is one. Yeah, from I think it's from season two. Absolutely amazing episode. So um, the young girl at the beginning comes in. She's babysitting for the night. Yeah, and yeah. it's like an it's basically a bedridden. Um, mem- I think it's the brother of the two main characters in it. Yeah, um, and it's yeah, it's straight away as soon as you meet those two characters, you knew something's going on. Yeah. They're really like creepy characters. Um, and then when you're looking around the actual uh, how, well when the girls explore in the house you just see all these really like demonic paintings and the house is really cold and you, you just see it moving towards that, that textbook horror yeah. old school horror her stuff. face is in one of the pictures or something as well isn't it it's like yes. she's the chosen one type I don't thing. think I've seen this episode you know it's fantastic ba- it, I'd remember that it's, yeah, very it's basically episode, to be yeah. honest it's because um, it doesn't a, fr- a friend joins her as well, doesn't she? And it turns yeah. out like a friend is in league with the two people who run the, yeah, who, yeah. who have the house, the bedridden old person in the in the upstairs. He's actually like um, he's got a demon inside him, and yeah. they have to move the demon um, to another fresh vessel ah, every okay. you know so many years to contain it. Right. And basically, this girl they choose as like a sacrifice for it. Yeah. The ending's amazing. Yeah. The, the ending is absolutely amazing. Of it, um, I know when I first watched it, it was just like, oh, this is because a lot of the other episodes in that series and even the previous series were just, you know, obviously there's always been twists and stuff like that. I yeah. think this was one of the first like real horror ones that they did, um, and it had definitely had a hammer horror feel because they are they're, they're rooted in that English definitely. horror type tradition. Yeah. Aren't well, they? everything yeah. that they do, there's always that element of like macabre. Yeah, that's a comedy Because it's been like that since since he did League of Gentlemen, really, yeah, isn't it? Because yeah. there's that bit where um, the, the policeman comes and they're talking to Tubbs and Edwards, and Tubbs just goes, We didn't burn him! Yeah, <laughs> it's like Wicker Man type stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Wicker Man. Um, the Nicholas Cage one. <laughs> Do you remember when we went on holiday and we watched The Wicker Tree? We did. The Wicked Tree is like a sequel to it, and I thought it was brilliant. Guess what? Guess what? George Guess what? George <laughs> didn't like it. <laughs> We're talking about, by the way, getting the bell, getting a little yeah, bell that we can that ring every time me and George disagree. I think that'd be a good idea. I think it was a good idea. <laughs> um, that was, oh, I'm not going to go up talk about the film. Cause it's Watch The Wicked Tree if you get a chance. You can get it on there. Um, I think um, that was the worst yeah, that we bought it, it on Prime. We bought it on Amazon oh, for like yeah. 50 pence or something, didn't we? I think it was about two quid. I was it? I couldn't believe it. Still on yeah. two quid. For I that. wouldn't pay 50p for it, it was <laughs> awful. Um, so yeah, so that was one episode we all agreed on. I think another episode was 12 Days of Christine. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah. Oh, I word. think just watching that, I mean, I've watched it back a, a good few times, but that first time you're thinking, is it like, Time travel is there a bit of a 
bit of a glitch in the matrix. Need to press close on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just start you think she's just losing her mind basically. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's slowly. You know, some, something's straight away from the program. It is. You know, something's not right. Yeah. Um, but the ending. I can't watch it again. I've it's only watched it the once. To be honest with you, it's definitely because um, I think it's that the whole like the way it ends basically. So the girl in it, Christine. So yeah. it's based at Christmas time. I think it's actually a bit of a Halloween. It starts at Halloween when she's having a Halloween party and she meets yeah. a fella, doesn't she? And it seems to be like it's jumping through a life, yeah. and and you don't quite know what's happening again because you think, is this how it's supposed to be? Or mm. but every now and then she keeps seeing. Reese Shearsmith's character, like yeah, she opens yeah. the cupboard and he's standing in the cupboard soaked and he's saying, I've got him, don't worry, I've got him, he's safe. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, what the hell? And then it goes off and then she says about, um, it was like a boyfriend in school, I think, or something. Mm. And he's passed away and she doesn't realise he's passed away. And there's a bit where she comes up with a little a little boy, I think. Yeah. Um, and he's got, got a burn on a firework burn. And her mum says, No, it's not him with the firework burn, you're the one who burnt yeah, yeah. yourself. So she's getting everything mixed up, and it ends where she's basically all the family rounds are absolutely devastating end of the episode. It reminded, it, but it, it, so it, lovely as well because it's like, is that is that what happens? When I yeah. saw Ghost Stories, the, the yeah. film yeah. that is kind of the same kind. It reminded yeah, yeah. me a lot of that episode yeah. because it's kind of the narrative jumps and there's little bits in it mm. here and there that relate into the other parts of the story. And stuff. Yeah, it's good. It's, um, the, the main girl in it as well. She's, she's just, Smith. Yeah, yeah. She's, 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 she's brilliant in it. And as you said, you've only watched it once, but I've watched it a fair few times. Uh, to be honest, you, I think I've watched the all of the episodes a fair few times now. What's so brilliant about the show? And this is an absolute perfect example. They, um, when you watch it back, you can see how they're building towards that massive twist, mm. and you just look how they've actually pieced everything together and how they've yeah. written it, and you just think, "Wow, these guys are absolutely amazing." I've I've spoken to when it the, the, when <clears throat> when the program started a couple of years back, and I said to Patchy, "It won't be long before they're writing." You know, you, uh, Hollywood scripts and stuff like that, yeah. and because they're, they're just, how is no one? They, they must have had offers because they're just, the ideas yeah. they have is just incredible. Well, um, that's it, and they're not and just to like well. an English or British taste, are they? The, the, yeah. There's so many stories that will translate over in America, or Canada, yeah. wherever you go. Yeah, it's Definitely. not just tailored to that. Um, Sorry, Twitter's died. Oh, Twitter. Never mind. It was never going to last, was it, Twitter? No. Um, one of my favourite episodes, which, again, sorry, I've watched a couple of these episodes again. Um, 12 Days <coughs> Christine, I can't do. I don't think I'll ever be able to watch that episode <laughs> again. Um, from the last series was Bernie Clifton's dressing room. Oh, yeah. 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 <sighs> again, I don't think I'll be able to watch that episode <laughs> again because it was just so... Really cleverly lovely. done as well, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Again, you don't know, you know, you've no clue. So basically, um, Rishi Smith's character comes, doesn't need to, and it looks like he's getting back together with his old partner. He's yeah, there yeah. for a reason. Yeah. It's like to put one last show on with him. Yeah. Um, he's gone on to bigger and better things. His partner hasn't. He's basically been stuck in this eighties light entertainment mode for yeah. for years, hasn't he? Um, and obviously, it's it, them two all the way through talking about their old, and he's trying to get Rishi Smith to like. Know, back in the frame of mind, they're trying yeah. to rehearse their old st- material, and then it turns out at the very end that that character is actually there. For, Rishi Smith's actually there for this other character's funeral. He's passed yeah. away, and he never got to s- say goodbye to him. And yeah. the dan- there's like a dance number in it, 
my god, what an absolute amazing episode again. It's because you don't expect it to take that turn at all. No. It was um it was a bit dusty in the house, I think. When, yeah, when that episode. A little bit dusty. Um definitely. The beginning Fantastic. it almost seemed like they were just trying to go through for like legs of Kimbo again. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Or even like creme brulee. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. We'll see, because in like in League of Jet with Creme Brulee, like the the guy, it's sad, Les. but yeah. Les. Yeah. Um we're not gonna say his catchphrase because we're live. <laughs> but um that's sad, and you do feel a bit sorry for him, but nothing to the emotional level of not this well, episode, of this no. stuff. Um, yeah. I'm just going to say sorry. So Denise has just joined. Rob's just joined. Dan's joined as well. Hi guys, thanks for joining us on Sunday morning. Weather's awful, um, so st- stick with us, basically. Whisper, 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 whisper. Um, yeah. Excuse Flawless. Um, so, guys, we've got quite a few people watching now on Geeks That Don't Want to Grow Up and Geeks Destroying Tonka, and I think the lads have joined as well. Let us know what your favourite episodes of Inside Number 9 are, if we haven't mentioned one already. Again, I'm going to do one of my favourites again um, The Devil of Christmas. The Krampus one. The yeah. Krampus one. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. It wasn't one of my favourite ones. Um, I love the Krampus story anyway, so for me that was exciting that they were touching on that. Again, we've said about the Hammer Horror stuff that they love doing. Yeah. The whole way that f- that episode shot, even um, like the, like obviously I can't think of the old ca- patch you might know, the old camera work, uh, the camera they use basically um, for the episode mm. where she's carrying the candles. Oh yeah, because it's because like it's, it's it's done like, like as if it's made with film and it, you can yeah. see the trails off the lights yeah, yeah. and stuff. It's on it, just yeah. amazing. And um, where he's like, you think again, it starts off the film on like a Hammer Horror type film aren't they in the 70s um, and you think he's doing like a commentary like an audio commentary yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's talking all the way through he's saying like the bit where they're not actually eating food and stuff like that and you're like oh yeah they're not actually eating the food and something's not quite right these do think you yeah. know what are they doing is this going to be like a real life you know it can't just be them making the making the programs I think Bit where she walks up the stairs and you see her feet stop and it's like because the stairs ended there yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So you're watching it going, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think then, I think a lot of what they, a lot of the way that the things they do work is because they've got that grounding in theatre, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of it they know. Do you know what I mean? We'll it's all about to introduce those things yeah, into yeah, it and stuff. Yeah. I think um, yeah. it's it's. I just loved it, and then the big reveal at the end again. So Rishi Smith's dressed as he's Krampus, but it's like he's. I think he's the person who like they rent the cottage off or something yeah. in the the Alps, and um, he's dressed as Krampus and yeah. he's like goes to kill the girl and then they go cut, and it's like in this way we cut blah blah blah, and then they bring the other Krampus person and he's like for like the stunts or something and they start putting like plastic sheeting down and stuff like that and a lot of people start leaving, and he just ends up killing her. It's just like so it's like a fluff film and yeah. it ends with uh, the police officer's voice and it's like it, they're, it's they're, interviewing him. Yeah. they're interviewing him for it and it's just brilliant I, I love that episode it left you with a really horrible feeling as well though oh, I yeah. love that because you but didn't quite know the way the episode was yeah. going it was just they were yeah. just watching them make a film and how they could introduce the, the twist into this and yeah that was completely unexpected yeah. when they started doing all of that <laughs> um, have, you, have I not mentioned something that you guys want to all Zanzibar I liked Zanzibar because that was the, the, the hotel episode. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah that was like, the one where they were coming in and out of rooms all the time. Yeah, that was like Shakespearean, was, wasn't it? Almost Shakespearean, yeah. 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 yeah, it was really good. Really that enjoyed really that. Um, anything else that yeah um, I think I don't know whether it's no it's still on your uh, Quiet Night In Quiet Night In absolutely for me you watch that episode and you just think this is what's special about these guys they don't need to be saying anything the way that they act the facial expressions for anyone who may have not actually seen it it's basically two guys they break into a house to try and steal a valuable painting yeah all you get is a soundtrack going through. I can't remember the. I did look it up before. Um, I can't remember the, the name of it. Was just like uh, cl- classical music playing in the house, and they're just doing the best to try and get around, and things happen. Yeah. And it's it's of one of those. Problems. I honestly think that in years to come, that'll be a really celebrated piece of TV, really celebrated piece of yeah. art because it's. It's just so. It's not particularly clever, but the execution mm-hmm. is yeah. really clever, Definitely. isn't it? Yeah, it's it's so like good. the support class, uh, cast in it as well. Those like really mm-hmm. good. They play all their own parts. And I think really there's only good, like the, what, maybe two lines of dialogue throughout. You've got the guy who plays Phone Jacker. Yeah. At the end. Who's in uh, What We Do with the Shadows as well, isn't he? The, yeah, the new yeah. one, yeah. Um, I don't remember. His, I don't remember anyone's name. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's just an absolutely brilliant episode. It's when I was getting into the, the episodes together, my favourite ones. It was the one that stood out the most. Yeah, just because they didn't really need to put much into it. It was yeah. just, it was brilliant. I think um, one I wasn't particularly see the week. There are weak episodes, mm. but they're still really, really good. The twists and everything are really yeah, good. But yeah. you don't particularly. Um, I was watching the f- um, football one last week. With Louise, and she was like, eh, it's okay, yeah, you know, quite like the. I was like that with the bill. I really enjoyed the bill. I thought I it was good, the bill. Yeah, yeah. The I, it, was again, if it was anyone else doing it, you go, that is brilliant. But because it's them, and he set such a high standard, yeah. And you know, there's six episodes or whatever in any series. Five are absolutely gold. Mm. Maybe one might be not as good as you know, not as yeah, good as yeah. the others. Um, I felt like that with the bill. But the bill, so basically, it's a group of guys, isn't it? All yeah. arguing about the bill all the way through yeah. uh, at this restaurant. Obviously, come together every few months or whatever to, to have food together and chat about old times. It's that time old story of uh, when you're meeting up with people who you haven't met for, for a while. You, you want to be doing better than Sorry, everyone. Can else. I just check with everyone who's yeah. watching that they've got sound? Because I've just had a message saying that the sound's gone. All right. So, <clears> if <throat> anyone who's watching can you just let me know that you can hear us. <laughs> so, blue lights on that microphone there. Yeah. Yeah. Should be fine. Yeah. Must just be at the other end there, whoever's watching it. Well, I'll test it by giving a few shout-outs. A few popped up now. Rachel, Pete, Will, Pauline and Gav. I've got Lyndon and Matt. Hello, lads. Matt's in Dallas, by the way. Oh, nice. We're going global. Going global with with Mike in California as well. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, a couple of shout-outs. They're already actually watching the guys. Uh, So we've got Lynn Lynn and Darren. Has she? Yeah. Mm, Okay. Oh, Becky, okay. Becky D. Cool. Okay. Um, we've got a couple, couple more people joined as well, so the sound must be working. Um, <laughs> Michelle, Steve, um, and Kat as well. Yeah. Awesome. And Mike as well. We've got Stuart Becky who's just joined on. And Hazel. Well, so. yeah. Everyone's coming in. They're all coming in. Thank, for the it's, it's, <laughs> thank you for that. that thank you for that, that blazing um, gale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
amazing. So um, where are we up to then? So so the bill. So the other one was um, I wanted to mention. Basically, it was in my top five only because it's the first episode and it sets what you'd expect from the entire series up and it's sardines yeah. the very first episode oh my god that is so good yeah. Yeah. the writing in that is amazing as well um, the whole bit where the like there's the smelly guy isn't it and the yeah. open, they're trying to like no one can really remember his name and stuff like yeah. that yeah. it's just brilliant it's, it's absolutely- smelly John is it something like that so yeah. yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, and he's they call him by his name. The that name, don't they? Basically, like yeah. that. Um, and it turns out he's the one again. So something's gone on, like really, like you know, child abuse type thing earlier on in their yeah, lives. Yeah. And it's this undercurrent all the way through. You don't quite know what's happened, but then it all kicks off at near the end again. Yeah. Um, he gets out the wardrobe. So Did he's you like, ever play sardines as a kid? Though I never. <laughs> no. It's definitely well. Yeah, I was always f- told to get out the wardrobe. Got a foul on you. Yeah, get out the wardrobe. This is a normal behaviour. When he went through his move cup of tea before, he was just in the wardrobe. No, I think it's definitely um, like the type of family that the episode's about as well. It's definitely the type like, of family you know. that plays sardines. <laughs> <laughs> Because there um, are types of families who play sardines. There are, you know, if you play sardines, if anyone's watching and you play sardines, that's fine. Let's <laughs> buy us along and we'll see what the fun is. <laughs> Aunt really wants to play sardines in a wardrobe. Just love wardrobes. <laughs> um, so sardines, yeah, that was that was my the last of my top five. Um, I've, got de- I've got Deadline in mind, which was the live Halloween special. Yeah. Oh. Well, do you remember when that was on? We and were we were all... literally all texting each other going, oh, it's bloody you know yeah. technical difficulties so for anyone who like, didn't see it it was yeah. a live Halloween episode and it had technical difficulties it went off and then they showed they said okay sorry about the technical difficulties we're going to show classic episode of Inside Number 9 we're going yeah. to show um, A Quiet Night and that came on but then that started going funny mm. and you'd see like there was like ghosts in the background and stuff like that and then it went to them in the in the dressing room and they were talking about this is going to be a nightmare this and there was a point where he goes what are they saying about it on Twitter and he goes oh this and he goes are we on Twitter are we on TV now and he tweeted it and I had Rishi's Twitter feed open yeah. in yeah. front of me and it came on he, he, as he tweeted it it came on the thing and he turned the telly over and it was actually because there was something happening in Argentina I think there was like a military coup or something in Argentina and that was what was on the screen as he turned it over that was so good I think when we when all of that was happening at the beginning of the episode and a lot of us were just outraged like oh come on we've been waiting for this for ages yeah. like how can they have technical difficulties now and I think I remember you saying in our group chat no just <laughs> Sorry, have a look I've just got a message Lyndon has just sent us a message saying he's been playing sardines since 1986 and he hasn't been found yet so that must be some form of record well done Lyndon mate. <laughs> How's he charging if, his if, phone? Lind- if Lyndon's family are watching he's in the cupboard <laughs> Brilliant. Um, the, the whole, yeah. He must live somewhere hot where nobody goes in and gets the coats out. He doesn't, I know where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I know a couple of people who actually turned the episode off as well. Yeah. Um, the technical difficulties, so it was it was a big chance they took. Yeah. Um, I like the way that it all ties together because you know I'm a bit of a ming and I like Most Haunted and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I'd, I'd seen the episode of Most Haunted that was set in that studio where they, and that was really because they had the Coronation Street guys on and stuff. Mm-hmm. So once they started doing like little flashbacks of that and stuff, that was it. I was hooked then. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, so yeah, basically when the episode, when they're in the, 
the changing room, uh, the changing rooms, isn't the dressing rooms? Yeah, it comes apparent that basically something's not right. So it's the episode yeah, of yeah. Most Haunted from years ago, which was um, based in the Granada Studios, kind of yeah. where they filmed Carnation Street and stuff. And someone's supposed to have killed themselves. Or yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Was it like was it an old? Cemetery or something. It, was, it, used to, it was built on the cemetery, yeah. and then the cameraman or the lighting guy, whatever, jumped off the lighting rig yeah. or hung himself off, hanged yeah. himself. Yeah, pardon my English. <laughs> hanged himself from the light, light, light um, so, And that, like that's where it goes from. Yeah. But I mean, saying about technology now, um, obviously, I'm not one for having my phone when I'm watching something. I try not to. You try and have it to the yeah. side and stuff. Well, thank God we did. If, well, that's <laughs> the thing. If we didn't have our phones, like yeah. messaging each other, I would have maybe. Turned, just turned over but it was like oh, I can't believe this and then we started chatting about other things and it was only when they started playing Quiet Night In yeah. and it went yeah, <laughs> yeah. like and you look back up to the screen because it was on quite low I was like right okay this is how yeah. we're going to go and it was really good so yeah. once they'd have another technical difficulty then you know um, but it was when the sound cuts off it was just so cleverly done I know a couple of people who missed it first but time well, it, the, the, the actual plot of it because they went can't we just get them to show the one that we the, the practice one from the other night so it kept showing you little clips so yeah. you could see what parts of the story were yeah. as you were going on I really wanted to see the rest of the story as well because <laughs> it looked really good um, co- it, yeah, it co- was one of those when you once it finished you just sat there thinking you've done it again yeah definitely. absolutely amazing um, but you think how are you going to top that and then you just they always they do yeah. um, another couple of people have joined us as well sorry I'm not, it's just because we're live it's only the second time we've been live yeah. so I'm trying to get everyone who's watching welcome them all um, Katie has joined and Chris Thompson as well hi Chris Lee's uh, joined Kat hi Kat hi Lee uh, sure, got, um, uh, Amy uh, Carol uh, Nina and Mike Welcome. So, any comments that you want, any questions you want to, us yeah. to, to talk about, keep it clean. Keep it, cl- yeah, keep, keep it clean. It clean. <laughs> keep it clean. It's a family show. I know. Chris, I know. Oh, I've, I've, there's going to be a lot of inside number nine fans. Chris Thompson is a huge inside number nine fan as well. So, Chris, let us know what your favourite episode is as well, mate. Yeah. Um, probably got baby Alex watching with us with him as well. Hi, Alex. Um, yeah. So, last one I'd just like to give a yeah. mention: uh, the episode Tom and Jerry. So it's where you've got the school teacher. He has a bit of a well. He has a homeless fella turn up at his door. Oh yeah! When he dropped the twenty pound, he returned the twenty pound note. Yeah. Um, then he invites him in. Doesn't he? Invites he comes him in. Yeah. yeah. Um, he ends up getting. They end up getting like a bottle of whiskey. They start drinking, and then you just watch Tom spiral. Yeah. Uh, and just get into this bit, bit of a hole um, influenced by Meg constantly drinking loses his girlfriend and then there's just this other again just this absolutely brilliant twist um, and one thing is uh, and it's always difficult to touch on the, the subject but it's all about mental health Yeah. Um, and I think they do it perfectly Yeah. so that was a really just it's one of the top episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically all the way through as well. His wife's talking to him, isn't he? Yeah, isn't she? Sorry, and she's like, you know, you can't believe, you know, when how long is he going to be staying here with us? Type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out to the end of the episode, so his wife's passed away. Yeah, a yeah. couple of years earlier, and he's slowly but sure, or a couple of months earlier, he's slowly losing the plot, isn't he? And that's that, that's what it is. Basically, he, he starts to be seen air, and then you're thinking, then in your mind, you realise she's he, not real. And, and he's like, is this figment of his imagination? Yeah, is then? the homeless guy? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the twist at the end is just amazing. Where the guy comes in from the school, yeah, 
he's got his life back together. It looks like he's cleaned up and everything else. But this is because the homeless guy, who he thinks is a figment of his, of his imagination, he's actually killed him in the bath. Yeah. He, he drowns him. We don't quite know who he is, but I mean, he's got like a like a badge on. So he, whether he was like a support worker of his to oh, kind of get him back on never track. Never thought of it like that. You know, he lost the plot and yeah. he's, he's killed him. He's there in the bath, but. Spoilers. What the spoilers? Yeah, Sammy Jason. <laughs> <laughs> but what was brilliant about that and how Reece Shearsmith acted that, like, portrayed that role, so chilling when he just looked in the bath and said, "Yeah, that's Meg," and it really creeped me out that a little bit. Yeah, because he just goes, "Oh, him, he's not real. It's fine." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you just like the other person yeah, who is yeah. a real person scene. It's just fantastic, but there's little clues all the way through, isn't there? Again, yeah. So the bit where he, the the um, answer phone, mm. answer phone message, and it's the teacher in the school, and he hasn't quite put the phone down. It's like, oh, I think he's okay. I think you know he's. Mm. So you think something's again, something's not quite it's right. That watching it back, uh, watching the episodes back, and just really being able to see how they build that story. It's yeah. it's so interesting. Um, I to be honest, if oh, I think when we were discussing it, because we obviously. It's not just uh, we don't just come in and do like you know a seamless job live. We do actually t- talk about what we, we do. do. <laughs> <laughs> we do sort well, of discuss. You talk to each other during the week, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was only when you, you, I think it was you, Ant, who said, "I haven't." It's just the episodes that have jumped out at me. Yeah. When you describe, I'd actually forgotten about not forgotten about it, but as you say, it's the episodes that jump out. You go, yeah, they're my top five. Yeah. But that one, if I took a time out to think about it and actually went through all the series again. That would probably be in my top five. I don't know what it would bump out. Well, I tried to pick one from each series because they're on the fifth series now, but there's only been one in the fifth series. So. <laughs> but I picked that anyway because yeah. I thought it was great. So. Um, it's I think always going to be an ever-evolving list. It really is. Yeah. And they have actually come out and said, we will keep on making them as long as we know we've got the, the right ideas for, yeah. for stories. Um, so as, as long uh, and it has been commissioned again for another series yeah quite likely so because it, it's so. never going to get cause, because it's not recurring characters it's never going to get tired that's yeah. the beauty of it as long as they, as long as they can write them they can make them yeah, yeah. I think um, definitely one of my favourites so I, I mean you know got a lot of favourite TV shows but I just love anthology series yeah um, massive fan of um, the Outer Limits like the 90s Outer Limits and stuff like that so yeah. <laughs> a lot of the episodes are really cheesy Twilight Zone, um, I say Inside Number Nine. It's been watching it, Creep Show as well. Creep Show. Um, only a few episodes in of the new stuff, but I've have you seen the one with the, the suitcase yet? Not yet. No. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> I've got one episode left of it. Um, got up to the werewolves. Yeah, that's where I'm up to. I think. Well, I'm glad you brought that up actually because um, I think the prop, some of the problem you get sometimes with anthology shows, maybe not with Inside Number Nine, because they just get so. Don't the actors in it? They're always from other things. Some anthology shows, they do have awful actors in it, and yeah. I think the werewolf one. I know it's meant to be cheesy, and yeah, I know it's yeah. meant to be like it, but the acting in that is so bad. The story is really, really good, but the acting, and I think that like the German officer. So basically, um, it's American GIs. It's isn't like it? dog soldiers, but yeah. GIs it's in, isn't it? Basically, yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, you just basically describe. So it's Amer- uh, World War Two, isn't it? They're stuck behind enemy lines to get to this the old jail yeah. cell. Um, there's a girl in the in the jail cell, isn't it? She's like basically she's repeating in French, isn't she? Saying like you know, kill me type thing. Um, turns out, yeah, spoilers, but yeah, werewolves are involved anyway. Yeah. Um, I just thought I watched it, but again, I knew it was like twenty minutes because there's two episodes, isn't it? In each mm. uh, sorry, two stories in each episode. Um, 
but yeah, it was very when you look at like inside number nine, the acting and the stories are just. That's something that I wanted to touch on as well. It shows how much love there is for the show by the standard of actors that they yeah. actually get in. Yeah. That's one of the exciting things. You can imagine. You can imagine there's a queue of people yeah, yeah, wanting definitely. to be in it. Even down to, I mean, I know he's not like who you would class as like a top actor, but even the likes of Peter Kay being in one of the episodes. He's not done something for years. You know what? We were talking about Peter Kay the other day, me and uh, Becky and Alex and Harry were talking about when he was in Doctor Who. Because, you know, people are complaining, going, the writing in Doctor Who's awful these days, Chibnall needs to go, and the scripts are terrible. And, blah, and I remember, <laughs> Do you remember that episode that had Peter Kay in? He's like, I'm an absurd enough. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and people, was that the golden age yeah, of Doctor yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what, where, is, where the girls in the pavement or something? Yeah, same it's, it's Mona Myrtle. Mona Myrtle, yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. Um, just, <laughs> and it's got so Mr. Bad. Blue Sky in it. By Yellow. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, there you go. Anyway. <laughs> um, but what we want to obviously, Rishi Smith, uh, Steve Pemberton, yeah. starts off, well, before League Gentlemen, you do other stuff, but League Gentlemen's what they're known for as well. Yeah. Absolutely huge League Gentlemen fan. Do you guys watch the... The new episode last a couple of episodes last year. Yes, that they brought it yeah. back. Yeah, I think that was another one as we were watching it, like messaging, we were all messaging each, other. each other. I didn't. I think I watched the first two series and I enjoyed them. Um, the third series, I wasn't that fussed on. Sorry, no. Fine. To be honest with you, it was the, the the weakest out of the three. I still enjoyed it. Um, I thought there was some really. What I look for from them guys, like the four League Gentlemen guys, I want the really dark. Yeah, but it's recurring recur- characters. You see, that's yeah. the thing. By the time they come down to the third series, I wasn't. I thought that they, you know, I wasn't really that. Yeah. First, but in saying that, Psychoville, Psychoville was Psycho something else. And then yeah. you've got Psychoville as well. Yeah. The, just the talent those two have. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just incredible. National it? treasures, I think absolutely. Because you've got like build a statue of them with the Pythons. They they each had writing partners, didn't they? Yeah. So obviously Pemberton and she, <coughs> they are gold together. They are the just one, so you know with like. Just dying. <laughs> 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 um, Should be episode next week. Yeah. <laughs> with um with those two together, obviously they're the, you know they they write a lot of stuff together for League Gentlemen as as, as we know now. Mark Gattis is obviously a, a big part, a yeah. huge part of it. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, I know we did the new Dracula, which we've discussed on previous episodes. He did the Dracula documentary as well. The Dracula documentary yeah, was really did you good. Get, did you get, get to watch it? I yeah. watched it first time last night. Yeah. Um, in preparation for the show. It's brilliant. I think what made me enjoy it the most was when you've got such a big fan. Yeah. Just like the subject... And you just, he, he's just got this massive smile painted over his yeah. face as he's talking about Dracula. So it's like he can't get... It's like sometimes when you see people like that, it's almost as if they can't believe that they get to do that for a living. And yeah. that's infectious, isn't it? You know, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a massive... Uh, as you know, I'm anything to do with Dracula or vampires. I'm, I'm well into it, do you know what I mean? But to see that... And I didn't realise that they filmed the recent Dracula, his castle... Was the castle from Nosferatu? I didn't know that. Amazing. And, you, and so you've got Gattis walking around, and it's like they, sh- they show you the shots from the original version of Nosferatu, yeah. and then he's there at the gate and he's opening the gate and stuff like that. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. I didn't realise as well in Nosferatu um, that's where they 
came up with the idea of him being, being sensitive to light. light. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So thank you, Mark. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> um, For everything. I, <laughs> I like the run through. I liked as well when he's going through his notes, Bram Stoker's notes from when yeah, he was writing it. Yeah. The one bit. I mean, me like my wife watching it. We just that's amazing. That's such a good idea. No, no one can paint him. Yeah. So yeah. You, can, yeah. you can't. No, no portrait. He's got a face no like. artist can paint. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one of them. <laughs> just just um, not record. Just such a fantastic idea, and we both went. We both said to each other, "Like, I'm sure that's been. I'm sure that's been used in something." Um, and actually, what it was, there was. Uh, well, it's a similar thing. Um, a series of books I really love, um, "The Rivers of London." Oh, so right. it follows like um, it's like a modern day um, magic society type thing. Yeah. And yeah. um, the main bad guy in it, he's literally the man with no face. You can't you see him, but you can't remember what he looks like. So no one can give a description of him, stuff yeah. like that. And like your memory's hazy and stuff like that. And he doesn't appear on CCTV and stuff like that. And now you have to go out He's got no face, no one can describe him. <laughs> <laughs> He's the man with no face. Yeah, what did he look like? Well, he didn't have a face, well, that now is a crowd. We're never going to pick him out in a crowd. <laughs> I really, I, I do need to pick my words more carefully with you, don't I? Honest to God. Sorry, um, it's all right. Um, but yeah, it's a similar sort of thing that you, I just think it's an, a fantastic idea. Because there's that yeah. scene in the in the modern version of Dracula, the, the one that was on over, over New Year, where he is in with Pete. And he, they go, what do you see when you see yourself in the mirror? And he goes, well, the same as everybody else. And when you see him in the mirror, he's aged. He's like mm. 600 years old in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. it's yeah. good. It's really cool. Just um, uh, shouting out uh, to Arsty. And uh, if he's watching, hey, Arthur. And uh, Liz just popped up. Uh, say hello to the girls. Hi, Eve. Hi, Cora. Yeah. I've um, just had an anonymous message <laughs> uh, telling me I look hot. So um, <laughs> turn that heater down. <laughs> I said, I said I was going to send it to you. <laughs> I'll give you the ten later. Um, I yeah, the whole the, the you look up too, George. Cheers, mate. Come here, come here, come here. The document that wind's picking. The up. wind's picking up again, isn't it? <laughs> um, we said before it's like that. Um, Monty Python sketch where they're in the kitchen and the the housewife the, the old lady and she goes out of the kitchen door but when she goes outside it's, she's on a lifeboat in the middle of the North Sea that's what it's like it's here at the moment it's, uh, it's not good no I might have to stay here and do uh, another couple of episodes I think I've got to I stay think we can go into the 20s <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Dracula Mark Gattis documentary absolutely brilliant yeah, he's yeah. so enthusiastic it's yeah see go wrong. what and I think in the last one of the last episodes we talked about the new Dracula and Mark Gattis's Dracula. One of the things was a big criticism online. It wasn't the worst thing ever, but the way they brought it into the modern day, I didn't particularly like. I thought. But they what are you going to? We've said this before. Were you just going to tell the same story over and over again? Everyone knows the story. Everyone knows the story. You know, so. I know. I, I, if it was just here is the Dracula and it's just going to be a retelling of the same story, I. Well, I would have No, but they changed it enough anyway, though. The first two episodes weren't mm. um, thingy to the book, where they do, you know. Yeah, they, they changed it enough, they didn't need to bring it modern day. But what, I'm, what I was laughing about um, watching the, mark, uh, the documentary, she says about um, Christopher Lee being yeah. a bit tired of playing Dracula yeah. by the time mm. Dracula 1972 AD or yeah. whatever it's called yeah. which is modern. brilliant such a good movie <laughs> yeah. but it was just like you know and it was like you know it's a bit strange having it in the modern day it was like you've literally just made a programme and brought him into the modern day yeah. um, 
But yeah, I loved all the whole Christopher Lee footage. Well, as there's, well. there's, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a um, if you've ever seen the Satanic Rite of Dracula, that's like kind of that's a I've um, not seen that that's one, a yeah. modern one where he's kind of like works for the Secret Service and stuff. It's good. Well, that's it, and I think um, like you say, it was nice to see all the Christopher Lee stuff. It was nice hearing about his process and how he got everyone. To, big thing about him taking it so seriously, mm. and those who were working around him. <laughs> had to take it and when they were talking to the brides around the table yeah and he was like he was he was really intense I mean yeah. Joanna Lumley was saying that she fell in love with him in high school yeah. but working with him she was like he just had this massive appreciation for playing Dracula yeah. and just any role that he did really I mean Christopher Lee's an absolute hero legend um, one thing I did want to ask you about Patchy okay I picked up in the actual documentary what were your thoughts on the uh, Lugosi thing from saying he was a bit co- comedic and then they compared it to okay, the Spanish so version? I've spoken about this before. Right. Um, all the things that we see as being the campy elements of the Dracula story that I've wanted by Janek and all yeah. that, and the, 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 Roman, the Hungarian accent and all the rest of it, all stems from Bela Lugosi's portrayal of yeah, yeah. Dracula. Now, if you watch the Universal... Dracula with Bela Lugosi and he's chilling, he's really creepy yeah, yeah. but he delivers all the tropes, everything because he invented them, yeah. he's doing it all so you could watch it and go, it's dead cheesy it's dead hammy, it's not it's yeah. just like 60 years later, 80 years later whatever, you thinking about it that's what makes it cheesy I don't think Bela Lugosi is cheesy or hammy at all, I think no, he's brilliant no, and I was a little bit, not put out because you know it's, it's a movie, it's only an yeah, opinion. Yeah. But I was a little bit like, eh. but when they showed you the Spanish, oh yeah, the Spanish version, dark, I it, thought yeah. it was brilliant. But just some of the shots, like the bit with the brides coming in, yeah, and stuff, and, it, it, and it cuts to a shot of them coming and stuff. Because just know, the first time he meets Dracula yeah. as well, that seemed a little bit more like chilling. I just wanted to pick it up because I'm watching it going. The dissonance boy. Yeah, well, you know, but, I mean, I, I love um, European horror movies anyway. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? There's, um, I know Lyndon is probably, if yeah, Lyndon's still here. Lyndon probably knows they've just announced a 4K restoration of Tombs of the Blind Dead, which right. you don't know whether any of you have seen uh, it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I know there's a amazing. lot that you need to share with us. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. But um, yeah, they've just announced a 4K restoration of that. There's a, a trailer on it. I can't wait to see that. Stuff like Alucarda, which is a Mexican mm. movie. I love all that. So I really want to see this. Spanish, I've not seen it, yeah, I want to yeah. see the Spanish language version of Dracula, but yeah everything that you think is camp about Dracula, everything that's a bit cheesy all comes from Lugosi's portrayal of him, which he's inventing he's, he's making it up there and then, he's doing yeah, it for yeah. the first time so it's not cheesy We really embrace that side of Dracula as well I love it, that's yeah. why I like Dracula you know? That's why you want to wear a cape every day <laughs> <laughs> if, if I could wear a cape every day I The would. fact about the cape as well, with the big collar and it was yeah. like how they come up with the big collar was when it was on stage and they like he disappeared yeah. and they trapped mm. and he needed them. It's fantastic because yeah. capes don't have collars. I really like. <laughs> Sorry, Lyndon's just put up about uh, Franco Dracula with the best <laughs> the best Dracula moustache. Brilliant. Which one's that? The Spanish one. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, just when you were talking then, have you not got the Spanish version? No. Because um, the Hammer Horror box set I've got, um, the Blu-ray, it's yeah. got the Spanish version of it. I have to pass it down. Definitely pass it to you. Um, I want to watch it. excited now. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> I love the sets, by the way, as well. You know what you were saying about? The sets were so expensive and stuff, and you yeah. had to shoot them at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, you had to reuse the sets and stuff. Really cool. 
Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys seen the Nosferatu, the making of, sort of the late seventies no. film with Willem Dafoe? I've seen Shadow of the Vampire. Is a Shadow of the Vampire? Is that one? <laughs> That's not from the seventies. Shadow of the Vampire is the one with um, what's his name in it? John Malkovich. John um, Malkovich plays F. W. Murnau, and they right, said the only okay. the, the only way that they could get somebody creepy enough to be Nosferatu was by hiring a vampire. That's the same one, it wasn't the same as he was. I've not seen that. <coughs> That's really, you should yeah. watch it, it's really, really good. Yeah, um, Eddie has Eddie, Eddie, in it. Eddie has Perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so no, good. It's all a bit too early now. Just say hello to Dave, and Louise has asked the question, have we seen demons? Yes, I've <laughs> seen demons. <laughs> okay, so th- there's this... That might have just been directed at me, because yeah. it's on my fear, but no, I've not seen demons. Uh, it's, it's brilliant, it's, it's, I'll enter it. I've got okay. demons one and demons two. There's a second one. <laughs> Mate, don't watch it. <laughs> no, so do now watch I it. guess... Uh, now we Basically, so... We spent, we spent a week in a caravan where I was just trying to convince him every night to watch Demons. And amazing. After, after Genesis, yeah. Amazing. So it was uh, so it was me and Louise, you and Becky and the kids. Yeah. One caravan. <coughs> we watched Demons. I had shingles on the holiday. The patching on the... <laughs> That what my shingles what wasn't the worst part of the holiday. Demons was the worst part of the holiday. Absolutely no taste whatsoever. I'm gonna, <laughs> I have to turn me back on you now, George. <laughs> You'll enjoy it, mate. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Um, you've you've probably got a couple of copies of it, though, haven't you? As well, I have got a couple of copies of it. Yeah, <laughs> just in case. There's always one there, by. Yeah, there's one here. I um, saw it in a charity shop. I think I bought it for two quid. I went to him. I watched that. It's brilliant. And he was like. Yeah. So I've got two copies of it. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I don't think I actually got through the whole thing. You didn't. The shingles were too itchy. <laughs> right. Is that all we've got to say? We've, we've, we've <laughs> swiftly on. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention, but I haven't actually watched <coughs> last week's Doctor Who um, episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to watch that later. Yeah, it was good. Want, yeah, it was good. Yeah. That's all. I'll, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. It didn't. You no, know, because there was a massive. But I mean, it, enough times passed now for us to speak about it. There's this massive reveal at the end of the not last episode, the episode before, where there is just another doctor who's just she's like just and, a spare doctor. Yeah, and yeah. it's been no one knows where she's going to fit into the whole thing, and uh, the internet's gone into <laughs> meltdown. It's absolutely brilliant, but nobody is quite sure. And then it just hasn't been mentioned again, so it doesn't pick up for it. In oh, this okay. this week's one doesn't go. Well, that was a bit weird. Who was that? Is, <laughs> you just carry on with what they're doing. Oh, I might have to. Not maybe. Yeah, you can just let me know when she comes back into it, or when it's mentioned again, and I'll watch it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm really enjoying this series, Doctor Who, and I know it's not for everyone. But you know, where were you when it was off air, and I had to listen to Big Finish Audio. <laughs> that's all I've got to say. You weren't bothered then, were you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's never even watched an episode. <laughs> really don't care I do care for you obviously it's a big thing for you it is a big thing for me you're going to turn your back on him though no, no. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do perhaps you watch more rats for me yeah <laughs> yeah I did watch more rats yeah. well another thing that I don't know if Anthony's watching it this week if you're into it let me guess Picard oh, before, just, just, before, just before we talk about Picard right just really quickly Picard, Picard. <laughs> just really quickly right I've been watching this thing on Netflix that I, I just want to mention quickly The Stranger 
Have you seen it? Been watching it? No, but I have been told that it's good. Right, so the story of it is there's a guy and he's at football with his kids, his wife's away, and this girl just turns up and she's like, You can't trust your missus, she faked the pregnancy, she did this, she did that, and he's like, Why are you telling me? And then his life starts to unravel. But it's like all different things happening. So of interest to us mm-hmm. is the start of it is Richard Armitage, who played Thornton in the Hobbit movies. Right, okay. Played Thornton Oak and Shield. Paul Kay is in it, which is Dennis Pennis. Paul Kay right. is in it as a copper, and Hannah John Caron plays the stranger. And she, Hannah John Caron, I found that we figured out today, is Ghost from Ant Man and Wasp, the girl who keeps shifting. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. watch it; it's so good. It popped up on the spotlight. On, yeah. it's, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it? yeah, it popped up on there, and I did recognise a face, um, and I, I let the the clip run yeah. when, it, when it's on the spotlight. And yeah, no, it looks good, and a few people in work have said it's, it's yeah, worth like, watching. We're five or six. Oh, Becky's telling me not to give any spoilers away. <laughs> Sorry, and she's a top fan, so I have to be good. She is a top fan. She's a top fan. I top fan. But um, yeah, it is really, really good. I'm not going to give anything away. She's probably sat there watching extra episodes that I haven't seen yet. <laughs> I think, um, sorry, I've um, just put the comment on from the other feed. So Christine is watching as well. Hey, Chris. Um, John has said they can hear us, so that was from before as well. Um, Kat really likes Most Haunted, which I think we already Yes, Kat Most Haunted is. Um, it, the, by the way, Most Haunted is now on Prime. If you've got Amazon Prime, after I, I don't know whether there was some kind of clause that it couldn't be shown again while Derek was alive, I don't know. But it's now on. But strangely, it's like series 1 to 14. I'm a bad Most Haunted bing, aren't I? It's like series 1 to 17, but not series 13. One of the series in the middle is missing. Is that the one where they got like taken because it wasn't real or something? Uh, they got something. Got that was the unlucky series. What do you mean it's not real? <laughs> um, Lynn, as well. I think I've actually <laughs> we spoke about this uh, with you as well. Um, she's saying she loves it, but the companions. I'm not really loving the amount of companions. They're all good. Um, yeah, I like. That. I think that there's, these are the strongest co-author companions we've had in a while. Do you think there's too many though? And in each episode, they try. I think what made the episode with the the new Doctor in from the other week really good is that they were only in it a little bit. Okay, so for me, I think that the companions in Doctor Who work best when they are asking the Doctor the questions that you'd be yes, asking if you're there. They're there yeah, yeah. as a plot device to move everything along. Yeah. yeah. What I don't like, and I think that this is why Martha was such an unsuccessful companion for the Doctor, is if the companions are strong enough to have their own show. Right, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Or then they don't really, are they really a companion or what? So Martha was brilliant, brilliant character, ended up going off and doing the you whole thing with the, the line yeah, line, it's not, it's not the, you know, it's not the Adric show, is it? It's not the, mm. it's not the canine show. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. Doctor Who. So yeah, I do I do understand that, but I think that they're really good and there's been a lot of things where they're working together as a team and stuff like yeah, that. And yeah. it's not just the doctor fixing everything by being able to use the sonic screwdriver and that's the MacGuffin to get them out of the yeah. cut, the, the hole that they're in. So yeah. I think the good, the better than a lot of the better than some companions that have been in it recently. But yeah, is it about them or is it about the doctor? Yeah. See I like I say I watched an episode the first episode of this series, um, and we, we, on the subjects of the companions, like Bradley Walsh is brilliant. He, well, Bradley Walsh is he a was boss actor. Really anyway, he's seen yeah, the Lord yeah. and Order. He's really good in that. I never watched it, but I've, I've seen him in one or two other things. And just in general, I think he's a great personality, and yeah. it just always comes through in every role that he plays. 
Um, and there are one or two other good companions. I didn't like the young lad in it. I think was he was he MI five or something? I'm just trying to think. See, I don't know enough about. Ah, it. Ryan. Is it Ryan? Yeah, yeah. They were pretending to be to acting. be spies. Yeah, yeah. Hated his acting. <laughs> I think he's really, really good. Well I, I, I like Ryan. We like Ryan. We're fans of Ryan in our house. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you have to enjoy the character and what yeah. he's doing and stuff. But just that episode of yeah. watching. It, I think it's tough that. to dip in and out of something like Doctor Who. Well, you've got to have a look for it, and we touched on it when we talked about what Doctor Who last time. I think there's no in between with it. You either really love it or you just don't bother with it. And I don't think you actually hate the show. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't enjoy watching it yeah. at all. You dip in and out of it, now, don't you? You used to be a big fan, and then. You're not a fan now, are you? No, no, the series. That's the, the episode I missed. Was it episode four or something the other week before? And I, I asked you, I said... Tesla one. The... Tesla. Yeah, I yeah. started watching it, I was like... Ugh. And then you said, oh, you don't need to watch it to watch the rest. Yeah. Um, and then when the new Doctor came in, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But I haven't watched this this week's. Um, but shall we move on? Yes, let's. I'm aware of time. Um, you mentioned Str- The Stranger. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Just last night, um, I actually watched two episodes of Lock and Key. On Netflix, it's amazing. You're a fan of the comics, aren't you? Or am I thinking of something else? Someone else. I've, I've not watched. Um, well, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> well, it's something for me to look into. Yeah. Lock and Case was starting last night. Uh, it was released. Sorry, this weekend on Netflix. It's one of those like Stranger Things. They've released all ten episodes at the same yeah. time. So I think it, a lot of people will be binge watching it this week. Um, Louise, my wife, has what has read um, a few of the comics. She really th- she loves the comics. Does it was fantastic. There was a couple of. Um, bits in the first couple of episodes said it's a little bit out of order yeah, so yeah. it is quite like the comics but obviously you have to change certain things with TV it's really good fantastic yeah. it's a bit I didn't I thought it'd be a bit more um, Haunting of Hill House or a bit more of a horror or a bit more yeah, grown yeah. up it's a little bit Stranger Things type oh, so okay. could, just with I mean anything since Stranger Things has been released anything with a couple of kids in and you find something a bit Supernatural. Yeah, you obviously think of Stranger Things straight away, but it does have that feel. It has that like an eighties. I just think of Goonies. Feel, yeah, the whole Goonies yeah. thing, eighties feel, uh, explorers, all that sort Scooby of stuff. Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, check Lock and Keyles. I did actually watch Picard last night as well. It's really oh, good, isn't my it? God, it's so good. It was. I'd say it was probably the weakest episode of the three so oh, far. Right. Okay. Um, but he finally got on to a spaceship last yeah. night as well. Um, engage. Engage. And. Yeah, nearly, yeah, Did I'm you see excited. though um, when, he, when he goes on? Um, no spoilers really for anyone who's watching it. Um, but when he gets onto the ship and he thinks it's the captain, but it's not a hologram. Yes. Isn't that a novel idea for a, a show set in space where there's only one guy on the ship and he's got a hologram to keep him company? Never seen that before. Red dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like because the. The hologram is basically so. There's a medical hologram, yeah. and then there was like a Cause there's engineer, the, uh, because in Voyager the Doctor is a hologram. Isn't yes, it? Oh, he's so annoying. I liked him. He was my favourite character. <laughs> 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 no, I thought it was really good. There was a couple of. Did you notice you seen at the end of episode two? Hang on, just a minute. Wait. You hate the Doctor in Voyager. Yeah, he's, uh, but he is not the most annoying character in Voyager. Because uh, you've got Neelix. Neelix. Oh my god, Neelix! If Mark Jagger's watching this, I think it might Mark might have popped up before Mark got, like let me all the Deep Space Nine stuff and all the Voyager stuff years yeah. ago and we watched them all. 
and we agree with Neil because he's so annoying. Yeah, he's just he's the worst character ever. Is it possibly <laughs> one of the worst characters in any show I've ever watched <laughs> ever? Um, I've season ticket I could do some for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, I want to watch Picard. Do you have to have a history of Star well, Trek, or it can be pretty much standalone? I've got a couple of notes from last night. Also, Discovery, <laughs> so it's. See, yeah. Discovery kind of happens in a different, completely different place to, yeah. to Picard, doesn't it? But, yeah, I don't really think that you need to. This no. is the fourth time this message has come up saying, have you seen Terminator Genesis, by the way? <laughs> have you seen it yet? Not yet. Watch it. It's I the best, it, best uh, installment of the Terminator franchise. Harry, go. I feel like it's a group watch. <laughs> it is, yeah, let's have a, let's have a watch party. Yeah. We should do it, we should watch it and stream us watching it. Yeah. Can you do that? really get stressed yeah, out. Yeah, you can do that, can't you? Yeah. Just like, as long as you're not actually... Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might have to have a beer. Um, Demons. <laughs> Demons and Genesis double bill. <laughs> um, but Picard last night, so... Yeah, it was at the end of episode two. Did you notice where the caravan was when he went to meet the girl? Is it right? So it's because so, it, it says it's at the such and such rocks, Vasco's and it's like rock. these rocks that are shaped like this. And is it where the evil robot us is throw Bill and Ted off? So it's used. Yeah, it, man. It's used. Oh, it. it's used <laughs> it. it's, you definitely didn't look at my notes. No, I didn't. I didn't. Because no. when it said the was it Vasco's, Vasco's rocks? Rock, yeah. When it said that, I thought there must be some significance in the rocks. So I looked at them. I was actually. A ballet class. I wasn't a ballet class. Everyone was a ballet class because yeah. I'm so middle class. There's nothing wrong. And with I was like that watching it, ballet, trying way. to make sure no one could see. I was, I was watching Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I was like, "Why is it naming the rocks? There must be some significance." And looked at them, and I was like, "Yeah, that's where they throw them off and go to hell by Megadeth, please." There is, but as well in an earlier uh, earlier on the in the film, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, he's watching um, Kirk. And it's and the same like rock. Priceless diamonds, but I trade them all in for, for a handy phaser. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's the same rocks as well. So the user, so the film it there, um, which is I, I thought that was a really good little nod to the original series. Yeah, um, and to Bill Ted, obviously. Um, obviously, big one as well. So we've already said, um, mentioned on Facebook about it. So Hugh, come back into it as well. Oh, spoilers. Jesus Christ, people, spoilers. <laughs> um, so Hugh... Can was, I just point out, for anyone who doesn't know, George posted that Hugh comes into Picard, and um, some people weren't happy about it because it was a spoiler. However, I knew about it in December because it was like when they said that it was, Picard was going to yeah. be on, they, were, they, they, they put it up. Do you know what I mean? And when I looked yeah, today to, first, But when I looked yeah. today to see the name of the guy who plays him, when I looked on the thing, I saw... The actors who were going to be in it, and that had more spoilers in than anything that we've ever posted. So, well, I think you do. You know, you do watch a lot of. Because I didn't know Spock was going to be in it. <laughs> you do watch a lot of like pod, uh, listen to a lot like of podcasts. Is it as well? <laughs> Don't hunt. Um, <laughs> um, and you know, what one thing on this show, on this podcast, on this show, where when you know, anytime we talk about anything. You know, even if it's ten years old, we try not to do spoilers. We try not to talk about like yeah, you know, we'll what, be able to watch it. You know, yeah. oh, especially new things. I know we were talking about Inside Number Nine before, and we did go through a couple of episodes. But it, as long as it's you know a while back, but that is not a spoiler. Last night, with, with no. You. Well, to be fair, because I was it's watching. It's not like it. big I, dramatic music. He was it, yeah, yeah. He was in it for like five or six minutes talking and stuff, and I was like, "Am I meant to know who this is?" Now, this is me as somebody who has quite recently got into Star Trek, but I've watched old episodes and stuff, and I was like, "Do I need to know who he is?" So I googled it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's who that is." Yeah. 
So it wasn't like it was a big massive spoiler yeah. because I didn't even I, I just realised he was in it quite a lot. So I was thinking, yeah, yeah. is he somebody I should recognise? You know, at the end but, of the day, the internet is this place where people just sit there waiting to just complain yeah. about Same something. With so. Michelle Heard, who plays Rafi. I was like, should I know who she is or is she just a character from this show? Mm. Mm. Is she just a character from Picard? I think she's just, she from, no, no yeah. I think she's just in Picard. She's good. She's Possibly, good. I haven't looked into it too much. Um, I don't know whether she is in the in. Because it says like 14 years earlier, mm-hmm. doesn't it, as well? And you, that, there's a little um, interchange between them. Sorry, Darren has joined as well. Hi, Darren. Uh, I've got a few um, to just say as well. Hi, Carl, Lawrence, Ian, and Holly. And Zab. We're getting yeah, quite a awesome. fan base. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dan's all here. Come in, um, make yourself a drink. I need another coffee, actually. But no, no chance. Ran out of a litre of coffee. Um, yeah, so Picard, loving it so far. Yeah, really good. Enjoy um, it. Really, really good. Good to see the um, them setting the Romulans up as the baddies as well. Oh, the Romulans, yeah. They just well, did so the bit so the security officer in it. She is a oh yeah yeah. So she's a Vulcan. Okay. I I know. Obviously, you've recently. I know what a Vulcan is. Can you do that by the way? Can you do that? Yeah. Like that. Yeah, I can do that as well. Um, So basically, the Vulcans. Do you know like their origins and stuff? So the Vulcans and the Romulans are one race, yeah, and they split up. So uh-huh. the Vulcans went the way of like sort of peace and reflection and scientific. The Romulans embrace emotions and they embrace like they're just basically a war race. Okay. So she's a Vulcan. Well, you think she's a Vulcan? Maybe she might be a Romulan in disguise. You don't know. Um, but she transformed. Really. <laughs> yeah, but she's. Um, I think she's going to be a really good character because she's quite intimidating yeah. and because she is a Vulcan. Emotion. I like Admiral Clancy. Yeah. It's got a nice, <laughs> a nice ring to it. As soon as he said, I, I loved that. Is that how we have to address him <laughs> yeah. from now on? Yeah, yeah, silence on the bridge. What I loved as well when he, he did get to the on the spaceship and he said, like, take a seat type thing. And Picard, he went to sit in the captain's yeah. seat and he didn't, and he sat to the side. I really yeah. like that. And yeah. the bit where he says engage as well. I thought that was really good. Um, quickly want to mention so, yesterday I went to see The Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. I think we mentioned it. I'm going to talk about it on next week's show as well a little bit. Um, I'll try and see if I can watch it before Nick. Yeah, I think I'll yeah. do the same because it's a film that when I've read into it, I really want to watch it. It's, it sounds so interesting. It's so it's you know it's going to be claustrophobic. You know it's going to be a little yeah, bit yeah. weird, a little bit twisted. The guys who um, were involved, well, who created, who made Witch, Witch is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. But Witch is a bit more linear with the story, so it's a bit more. It's still twisted and it's still a little bit jumps a little bit. Yeah, but it's a bit more. Sort of like, like layered, and you know what? With the lighthouse, it's just everything. You don't know if he's by himself, if Willem Dafoe's really there. If yeah, yeah. Dafoe, it's just, it's amazing what it is as well. It's so it's shot 35 mil. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just had to, I had to do a note of this. So it's orthochromatic mm-hmm. the way they shoot it. So it's basically, so it looks like um, 19th century yeah. photographs, basically. The, the images are just amazing on the big screen. But the, the, where they've shot it and produced yeah. it, it's square on the screen yeah, um, yeah. in the cinema. It just looks amazing. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, Someone who, like me, well, it's my brother-in-law, um, he's, he's watched it. And um, I don't know if this is right or if he's just winding me up. Uh, but obviously you'll know now. Apparently they trained a seagull to do certain things. 
I haven't looked into it what they did with the sequel. I don't know whether no, it's nothing like that, by the way. Lighthouse Keeper's life is a lovely life. It's the whole thing. Maybe Seagull. Watch it, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's the bit with the Seagull in it, and there's the whole. Again, it's not a spoiler because it's. If, if you know you, you see uh, stories or whatever, but basically, this the, it's bad luck to kill a seabird. As we know, like Albatross. Albatross and stuff like that. I've Abraham of the Ancient Manor by I Maiden. Shout out to Maiden. Yeah. <laughs> who, who are listening as well? Maiden are listening. Yeah, um, oh, sorry, dropping pen. Um, so, yeah, basically, it's bad luck. So, they think that souls of dead sailors inhabit seagulls and seabirds and stuff like that. So, right. that's a bit of it. So there's this Is bit, it the same the one seagull. from the Yoda video? I'm being asked. <laughs> <laughs> Popping on the coconut. So I'm going to have to listen to it in the car. Way back <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's shot beautifully. I've not the only thing I've ever seen um, Patterson in uh, Robert Patterson is Harry Potter when he plays um, Cedric. I've not oh, seen any of the Twilight okay. stuff. I've not seen any of the. He's made a lot of like independent. I've movies. never seen any of the Twilight movies. Believe no, it or not. Believe it or yeah, not. Yeah. Stay, stay clear of that. Have you seen them? No, no. <laughs> I like. Very little glitter with me vampires. Yeah. yeah. I think vampires um, should be at least slightly glittery. The blood in Lost Boys, when he gets back oh, to it, yeah, blood's got glitter. Uh, Sparkly. Yeah, um, yeah. But he obviously has. Why have they never made a vampire movie set in the era of glam rock? That'd be brilliant. Yeah. Well, the whole thing with. Um, getting off subject a little bit. The Queen of the Damned, yeah. the book, is based. Um, just after Glamrock and with um, the yeah. whole um, what's it called like Human uh, human League and stuff what's it yeah. called New Romantics New Romantics type yeah. era and that's yeah. so obviously when they re- made the film it was all new metal so when stuff, they made the it? film it was new metal yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. let's not talk about let's not talk about the film let's get Noddy older put some teeth <laughs> in him <laughs> see him walking in Roy, Roy, Roy Wood from Wizard <laughs> um, where was I yeah, so it's Robert Patterson. <laughs> um, Robert Patterson is absolutely fantastic um, in it, and he really—I mean, Willem Dafoe. You've seen Willem Dafoe oh, and yeah, stuff, yeah. not all. Like, obviously, he's good in Spider-Man and stuff, but like his more dramatic roles, like Platoon and stuff. He's yeah, in Platoon. Yeah. Um, he is unbelievable, and we've I've watched it again with Louise. We've come out, and we said he basically—he he, does—he holds his own with Willem Dafoe, acting-wise. He is so good, really, really good. Oh right, okay. Yeah. So Lyndon just said good time. I think is that out. I think that's the one that's on Netflix now actually as is well. Is it? So basically you got a, there was a lot of criticism online again because online is just poison sometimes, isn't it? Um when he got the role the new Batman, who's gonna be yeah, yeah. Uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman in the Batman, um, which has started filming last week in Glasgow, mm-hmm. believe it or not. So it's uh, I'm really looking forward See to you after Batman. It's supposed to be a bit more noir and stuff like that, like detective. Mm. I'm up for it. I love Batman's my favourite comic yeah. character. I absolutely think he's amazing. So hopefully he'll do a good job in watching this yesterday. There's always hope. That, well, just wa- watching it yesterday, he, he, he the emotion he portrays just well, with his eyes be, and I'm sorry, we've just been sent this link from a film called Suck, which is a 2009 rock and roll vampire black horror, horror film star written and written by, by Rob Stefan Uick. And it's also got Malcolm McDowell Alice Cooper, Iggy Pop, Henry Rollins, and Alex from Rush. So, That's, I'll be watching that. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds amazing. Um, 
so yeah, so it's really good. So hopefully you guys can watch yeah, it before yeah, next yeah. week's episode or at least the episode after. Yeah. Um, I I thought it was brilliant. Um, it's 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 heavy. It is a heavy watch. It's yeah, yeah. just under two hours, um, and you know you don't. You don't come out feeling great about <laughs> about yourself or about whatever. It right. properly gets you. Go home and take um, a shower type thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the reasons they shot it the way they did, and with the the, the square screen as well, because yeah. they were saying basically um, when you're watching it, you're not getting the full, you know, save like the full room and stuff. So the audience isn't seeing. So you feel a bit more claustrophobic. It's just, yeah. it's so good. I mean, mm-hmm. especially on the big, obviously on the big screen. Yeah. Um, so, is there anything anyone wants to? I was just going to talk um, because it got quite a good response when I posted about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, bringing back Kirby enthusiasm. Oh yeah. Um, I've watched. Well, I'm up to date. Watched two episodes up to now, and Larry's just bit back with a bang. Uh, just wanted to give it a quick mention because, for those who haven't seen it, it's definitely worth a watch. It's a fictional version of Larry David who was the creator of Seinfeld and it's just him getting himself into trouble um, and yeah the first two episodes there's things with make America great hats Okay. Um, yeah. he just goes to places that he shouldn't that most people shouldn't go to but he just gets away with it so um, if, if people haven't watched it just get straight on it it's a really good and fun programme to watch I mean Chris, who's watching this now, uh, Chris Thompson, he, he was one of the first people to, to mention to me a good, good few years ago now about, yeah, yeah. about watching it. And I think he lent us some of the DVDs as well. We didn't um, go into it too much. We only, I think we maybe watched like the first series or the first half. Yeah, yeah. Really loved what it was doing. Don't know why we didn't stick with it. Maybe, you know, just other stuff gets in the way, don't, doesn't it? Um, but from what I watched, it was absolutely brilliant. He is superb. I think I watched up to like the whole where he's... Um, David Schwimmer when he's doing the producers and stuff like that. Like the uh, David Schwimmer's the, the the nuts and raisins that his dad's selling. Yeah, really. yeah. Um, and he's like he's having like a hotel party, uh, the party in his hotel room and stuff like that. And he comes and he's like, doesn't it? It's things like that where you, the, the certain actors that, that actually come into the the series. I mean, in that particular series, you've got Mel Brooks. He comes into it. Oh right, okay. Because yeah. um, obviously the, the, the producers. producers yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's just a really good. I, I've always absolutely loved it since I yeah. uh, first watched it about about 12, 13 years ago. And I've absolutely loved Larry David since. I'm not a Seinfeld fan, but I love Larry David. Yeah, I've tried, I've tried to watch him um, again. I was talking, um, mentioned before, um, about trying to watch Seinfeld previously. Because um, it, it's just got this huge reputation. It's very much of it. You watch like Friends and stuff like that, or Cheers. It's very much of its time and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it hasn't aged well, I don't think. I've tried to pick Seinfeld back up since watching her, and it, I just can't get on board with it at yeah. all. They even do a series where they're trying to bring Seinfeld back. Oh, right, okay. And it, that's brilliant because it just still feels like a Curb episode, but yeah, and I've never been able to enjoy Seinfeld at all. Um. I'll, I'll, I am actually going to go back into Kirby Enthusiasm. It's definitely worth a watch. Definitely. Yeah. Um, one thing I've been I've thought to try and finish it before this episode, and I haven't been able to. Got a little bit left, so I've been reading. I don't know if you can see that on the screen. Um, so it's wild and crazy guys, <clears throat> and it's basically so it's all about um, the SNL, like the the heyday of SNL in the late seventies, early eighties. 
all about Chevy Chase, Steve yeah. Martin, James Belushi, Dan Aykroyd. Um, it's written by, uh, I can't think of the guy's name now, but he, uh, he edits... Um, Nick Desemlian. Yeah, he edits um, Empire Magazine. All right, okay. So the detail, you know, it's lovingly put together because of what what he does. Um, some of the stories are just fantastic in it. Um, <coughs> a lot of stuff I didn't realise, like I love Eddie Murphy or like Raw and Delirious yeah. and stuff like that. Um, it goes into, you know, what was going on with his private life. Obviously it's not, you know, the, the only book or the only time it's been talked about <coughs> but it is nice to have it all condensed into that um, it goes into like Dan Aykroyd and it's, it's quite sad because obviously what happened with James Belushi he'd, yeah. he'd written a couple of other movies for them to, to, to do together and stuff like that you don't realise how big Steve Martin was in like the late 70s as well you know late 70s and yeah. 80s Steve Martin was just this he, he was doing still doing live stuff. He was doing music shows and stuff like that, which he still does now. He, he, yeah, he, he's he got taught, his yeah, jazz, blues band. Um, blue, he plays like the ukulele and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, doesn't he? Um, uh, oh, sorry, um, not ukulele, yeah, banjo. Yeah, um, probably plays ukulele. Sorry, I didn't well. correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's just fantastic. And reading through it, you watch there are certain films that I've maybe seen years ago, like The Jerk. You've seen The Jerk, yeah. yeah. Um, that was like a huge hit. After that, you had like five films which just did nothing, yeah. and then trains, planes, and automobiles with John Candy. Like it goes in on the front cover, it hasn't got John Candy or uh, Rick Moranis, but it talks about like the um, the Canadian version of S- um, SNL, basically. I think it was SCTV. Yeah, all these stars coming out. It was just this period in time from mid seventies to the late eighties that the amount of films and material these guys did was just As unbelievable. Fan anyway. Um, there have been like the uh, like the groups of actors since who have gone on and done big things, the yeah. likes of Will Farrell and stuff. But yeah. this group of people have not, no, no one from SNL has ever made such an impact. No. Um, and the, 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 there's some absolutely amazing names through that like that era. Yeah, um, stuff with like Bill Murray. He yeah. was doing all, all of the comedy stuff. Um, he was a huge star, and then he just said after Ghostbusters, like, "No, nah, I don't want to do this anymore." Yeah, yeah. And he didn't do anything until um, I think it was, was it so like it was uh, Scrooge. So he did Scrooge. Right. That was like after his cut off, um, and then after that, obviously, he did Groundhog Day and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> have you seen Saint Vincent? Yeah, I loved it. It's such a good movie. Yeah. Have you seen, seen it? That, no. Mate, check it out. It's absolutely brilliant. Is it? Bill Murray is in top form, and it's, it's not his normal. Wrong. No, it's, it's not. not how he normally like portrays himself or anything like that. Really good. Well, I think that's because out of all of them, like they all wanted to, like Chevy Chase, especially again, Chevy Chase was absolutely huge. Yeah. Um, like the, the goes into it, even when he was doing National Lampoons and stuff, didn't get on with the director, <clears throat> didn't want to do another sequel. Did. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which we all it's love. It's the greatest film of all time. <laughs> yeah. We all love. And watch like, it in at, summer. At the time, you know, we had a lot of like substance abuse problems and stuff like that. And yeah. he was, when he was filming, he was going to, um, what do you call it? Going to rehabs and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Really troubled time. Um, it's a really good book, so. Um, it's actually, it was a Christmas present off my wife as well, off Louise, so I've said this week, thank you, I'll say it live, thank you. Um, it's one of the best things I've ever been bought for me, because it's just, I've ever had bought for me, sorry, it's... it's. I've bought in presents, you know, <laughs> so ungrateful. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is why I don't buy in presents, that's why I never buy in a fight. 
<laughs> Rachel's joined as well. Hello, Rachel. We'll finish it in a minute. <laughs> um, can, can I borrow this when you finish it? Of course you can, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, so there's films like, obviously, they talk, it goes really good into a, a really deep into like, sort of like the Three Amigos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Brilliant. Did you mention Father of the Bride? It uh, hasn't yet because it will. I am yeah. getting near the end now, so it's it basically keeps going to each of them yeah. in that period of time. Um, it talks about. Did you know? I, I didn't know. Sylvester Stallone was offered the role of Axel Foley in Beverly Hills. <laughs> that would have been so funny. <laughs> but, well, so what's his name in Cobra? Oh, good grief! I can't remember. Is it Cobretti? Cobretti, maybe. Cabretti, yeah, it's Cabretti, that's why he's called, isn't it? Yeah, Cabretti. Say the name enough, it'll say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, basically, so. I know Stallone. that he, he cuts his pizza with a pair of scissors, and it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And he also, have you seen Cobra? He delivers one of the greatest lines ever. There's like a hostage, there's like a hostage <laughs> situation. Demons. There's like a similar to Genesis Cobra. It's like a hostage situation. So he's a cop and he goes in and he's like behind this. It's in like a store right. and he's behind this alley. He's like that. And this guy goes, um, If you come any closer, I'm going to kill everybody and blow the entire store up. And he goes, That's okay. I don't shop here. <laughs> well, the. I'm sold. Yeah, he had a deal with. Um, oh, after the producers played, the studio was Paramount or whatever. Um, he got first refusal yeah. of all the scripts that they got given, basically, and that comes to them. Beverly Hills Cop was, the fit, was one of them. Yeah. So he's going to write, I don't want this, I want... And he rewrote a lot of it, because he's, he's a talented writer as well, Stone, he's, he's wrote a lot, of his own, like, a lot of his own stuff and stuff for other people. Um, and he changed it so much, he basically changed it into... And he changed the character's name, so it was Axel Cabretti. Ah, that's okay. So they come to, to come back to him and he was saying, you know... Um, you can either do it like this, or you can. You're very welcome to have the rest of the script and take it and do your own thing. And that's how we come up with Cobra. Ah, right. So he was, and that's which is why it's such a hilariously comical film. <laughs> yeah. But that's because he had just these massive, like you know, car chase and stuff yeah. like that. Because he just wanted to make an action film. That's what. That's not what they wanted. So then they got Eddie Murphy on board, and his name eventually changed to like mm. Axel Foley and stuff like that. Um, and the reception that Beverly Hills Cop got, like reading the book as well. Obviously, we've all, I think we've all seen it, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Um, and on the back of that, he got like a five-film um, deal with the... Right. With the, with the uh, so did we get the Golden Child also, did we? Well, that was one of the things he wanted to... The original um, script, or the original idea for Golden Child, which was Eddie Murphy's... I think it was one of, part, part of, like... He he, he did a producer, wrote quite a bit of it. Um, it was a bit more supernatural and a yeah. bit more grown up a bit more horror, yeah. horror but in the end it's just basically a watered down Beverly Hills cop it's a yeah, bit more watered right. down of him he's, and yeah. it was saying stuff like it was ridiculous like stuff like he's like a social worker and he's driving this big massive red sports car and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. and shops and so it just doesn't work And um, but it goes on to like saying about Beverly Hills cop 2 right. after the, they basically made that cause he, a couple of his films had flopped or went you know, weren't huge yeah. um, and they were like right let's go back to basis let's go back to Beverly Hills cop but again they changed this so in Beverly Hills Cop. He's not wearing like jeans and tracky anymore. Tracky top. He's wearing a suit. He's driving a nice car and stuff. That's not his character. No, no. So that's why it was still, you know, it took a lot of money, but nowhere near what Beverly Hills yeah. Cop um, yeah. did. Um, I mean, it's not just obviously. I've talked quite a bit about Eddie Murphy. It's not just about him. Um, it's about the rest of the gang as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a really good book. Um, 
Yeah, and it's like the the title there says I'll be uh, changed Hollywood forever because he did. There's mm. that whole period in time, yeah. the amount of films that these guys all made, and then to say John Candy, Rick Moranis is on, on on the front, they all did it as well. Yeah, um, absolutely fantastic. Um, the couple of films that I've I've seen Little Shop of Horrors a couple of times. I think I don't know if I've seen it all the way through. I haven't seen it. I've no, not seen it. But it was like a huge again. It was it was yeah, a yeah. huge production. It was supposed to. Be, I think it says like it was supposed to be to take like three months. It ended up taking nearly a year to to make and stuff. A bit like this show. Say <laughs> <laughs> that like it's a bad thing. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's a really good book. You can lend it when you're finished. Um, definitely. <clears throat> so, can I just talk about something I've done this week really quickly? Oh, so I've been reading comics this week. I've been reading Star Wars comics. Right. Okay. So I went back and read Dark Empire, which I don't know whether you read Dark Empire. I haven't read, but I know what. So it is written by John Veitch, but it is the art in it is by Cam Kennedy, and I just really want to say that is some of the most beautiful art I think I've ever seen in a graphic novel. If you're on Instagram. Cam Kennedy art on Instagram I've been posting some things on our Instagram page with pictures for a minute so right. it's like the backgrounds are all done with watercolour and stuff it's so nice were they the ones that you were sending to us the Lando ones no right, so I'm going to come on to that in a minute yeah. so there's that and the story is it's set after Return of the Jedi and they go um, it, it's what happens after he sends Jedi. Yeah. Emperor's not dead, he comes back as a clone, all that kind of, that's all in there, do you know what I mean? So it's really good. Lee is a Jedi in it. It's really, really interesting. The reason I read it was because... The reason I read it was because Marvel have put out two new titles this year. Right. A new Star Wars title and the Darth Vader title, right? So I've read the first two episodes of Star Wars mm-hmm. and the first episode of Darth Vader, right? right. The first... And it's set in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, which is where Shadows of the Empire used to sit. Right. So, you, you know, I always bang on about Shadows yeah. of the Empire. It, that's no longer canon. So the writing things in now that are going to be the new canon. And I just it's just so weird. It's like they go back, like Darth Vader's in it and he's got a droid and he goes to... He goes to Coruscant, he goes to Padme's chambers, he goes to Tatooine, to where, where the... Um, Right, where yeah. Lars Homestead was it's just so weird because it doesn't make any sense that they're doing these things mm. it just doesn't fit in it's really right. bad I'm going to read the rest and to see how it fits out but I started reading them and I felt a little bit not cheated but it just seemed a bit rubbish so I went back to read Dark Empire again and like I say it's some of the most beautiful art that I think I've ever seen right. it's really nice really mm. nice so have a look at that if you get a chance I'm, I've been posting pictures on our Instagram in the story where I've just yeah. seen things and I've gone yes and took a picture of it put it on so Keep an eye out for that. They do look really nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, what, so that, that's been my. Well, reason. when you th- what, when you said um, you sent us it about um, saying like Emperor being cloned and stuff, mm. like that's all they had, had to do. Right? So it's all they had to do. Yeah, it was already there. It, it was been written. literally. But he's cloned Snoke. Yeah. And it's like, why not just? Cl- just we we could get into another. We could. Um, we could. Yeah. And the whole thing of the Death Star was basically was like absolutely. Blown to smithereens, <laughs> like, it wasn't. <laughs> big piece, big piece just fell, and the chamber happened to be in wet, perfect wind. Should have made, made the whole Death Star out of what they made his throne room from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that brings us nicely into this, doesn't it? It does actually. Yeah. Um, ah, see what you did there. So you are reading the notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the twenty sixth, 
um, of this month. We've got John Williams Night um, at the University of Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Someone won tickets. Yeah, we asked uh, people to just comment on the actual link. Um, and tell us a story about John Williams, wasn't it? Yeah, John yeah basically. Um, so, yeah, the, it was basically selected the first comment that came up on there because all the comments were really nice to read over. So it's uh, Ant McKenna, Ant Yank McKenna. Um, he's also known as House of Scouse on Facebook. Um, but, yeah, he'll be joining us on the 26th. Excellent. Um, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And he's a good guy because he's a Saint Helens fan. Ah. So he's a wolf. <laughs> and he's an Evertonian. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I might not go. I might just sit on <laughs> No, it'll be a really good night. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's part of... Um, it's taking place in a really amazing um, part of the university as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the, li- the old library. It's going to be a really nice night. Cool. It's going to be really, really cool. Um... One thing that I want to, oh, I nearly forgot. So when I went to see Lighthouse um, <laughs> yesterday, there was a trailer for Parasite. Have you heard anything about I it? Have heard about Korean that, yeah. film. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. It looks amazing. It, again, I think it's one of those. It's not going to be what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks really creepy. So we'll see that this week as well. All those Super Bowl trailers were on really quickly. Super Bowl trailers were on this week, and there was some really interesting stuff on there. Mm-hmm. There was um, what? What did we have? We had James Bond. Top Gun, but Sonic, Sonic movie looks yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Invisible Man looks absolutely outstanding. It looks really, really, yeah. really good. Yeah, looks yeah. Re- I can't wait to see that. Chevy Chase was in Memoirs of the Invisible Man. He was, yeah. But this, this, the, <coughs> the Invisible Man, I always found was like kind of like a goofy thing, wasn't it? Like, oh, I don't want to be invisible anymore. But this is like creepy. He's like yeah. he's in a house and he's watching it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah it, it look looks good. good. Yeah, it was always a bit tongue in cheek, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, excellent. Cool. Is that all? That's us. <laughs> yeah, that's us done, yeah. Um, thank you, literally, I know... We've had I, hundreds of people watching us, so thank you all for yeah, staying with us. It's, it's been really good, thank you. Obviously the weather's maybe played a part, or you just really like like our jib, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got a couple of um, a couple of little things were in the, in the pipeline for Geeky Nights, haven't we? Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to say as well, apologies for... I know a couple of the people who are watching now bought tickets for the Wizard um, event that couldn't go ahead, unfortunately, due to circumstances um, beyond our control. So um, that will be put on again. Yeah, we'll reschedule that. Yeah, we'll we'll reschedule it. Um, We've got quite a few little things in the pipeline as well. And do you want to get your do you want to get your big joystick out? Knocking over Bucky. We have a golden joystick. We have a golden joystick that Ant um, has crafted for finest gold. <laughs> um, <laughs> so one of the one of the things we're going to do, which was part of the wizard, basically, um, it's not quite finished yet, but it looks superb. So you get to win this, basically. Um, for anyone you, who watched, remembers Games Master back in the day, you'll know. You can have your about. very own golden joystick. Yeah, um, it'll have a little plaque on your name and everything. And yeah, so that's that will be coming soon. We will reschedule. Yeah, and we will let you know. Um, so thank you very much to the dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of people who've the joined. millions and millions. Right. So if you're listening on the podcast as well, thank you for joining. There's going to yeah. be a little um, song to celebrate episode number yeah. nine at the end of that. We can't unfortunately play on the live show because um, it'd just be us sitting here. Yeah, listen yeah. to the song as <laughs> well. Um, so you get a little bonus. So make sure you go back if there's anything you, we've um, spoke about. 
that you think we've missed out. Yeah. Saying about all the SNL stuff, saying about Star Wars, saying about Dracula, whatever, um, that you think we should have mentioned. Um, yeah, go Follow back. us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on yeah. Instagram. Follow us down the street. Yeah. <laughs> follow us <laughs> to <laughs> work. Yeah. <laughs> I need so. a stalker. <laughs> So yeah, thank you for everyone for joining, and um, thank you, Jason. As thank always, you, Jason, for ever, making yeah. us look and sound brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So see you next time for yeah. episode ten. Yeah. Um, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Be excellent to each other. Okay. McClunky. Snoochie beaches. <laughs>